Good morning. I'm never nervous when I preach, but today I am. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is actually the fourth Jubilee celebration of mine. I had uh, three at home recently, one at uh, the seminary, major seminary of our order, in typical Indian style with the drummers and dancers. It was uh, overwhelming. And at home with my family, and at the parish last Sunday, along with uh, three nuns, two of them are celebrating their silver jubilee, other nun, golden jubilee. So, but this is the most important celebration of my jubilee because I'm with you. Here I serve and, uh, and people I know, so that makes it uh, very important. So thank you for being here today. They say there is a, a fine line between a long drawn out sermon and a hostage situation. <laughs> so I'm going to be brief today. I'll try to be brief, <laughs> you know, yeah. In the gospel today actually, a continuation of uh, Holy Thursday gospel where Jesus established Holy Eucharist and priesthood. And in fact today, he gives us a, a commandment to all of us that love one another. So on the context of uh, my anniversary today, I was just thinking, the first thing is to, when we celebrate anniversary, there is a sentiment of gratitude to God. So I thank God for all the support and blessing that I have uh, received from him since I was born until today protecting me, loving me, caring me, and who I am. So God has been so kind to me and so nice to me all these years. And also, it is a gratitude for the opportunity to serve you, for being called to serve, and gratitude for being called to enter so profoundly, so intimately into communion with the Christ, the high priest, to be a ministerial participant in his eternal holy priesthood. That makes me proud, at the same time, humble, you know. So being a priest, um, I realized the priesthood enables me and all of us here help people on the path of salvation by offering them the sacraments, by offering them the gospel teaching, and by shepherding them with the love, with the courage, as a good shepherd would, and also fulfilling Jesus' commandment. As he says today, my children, I'll be with you only a little while longer. I give you a new commandment, love one another as I have loved you. So you also should love one another. This is how all will know that you are my disciple. So I think this is one of the most important commandments of uh, Jesus to all of us, especially to priests, love one another, love everybody unconditionally. So Jubilee celebrations are not just a time to express gratitude. They offer opportunity for priests to think back, think back on the amazing journey 
that we have had with the God over the years. So I really think back over the last 25 years and reaching this milestone. So God has been so nice to me. So all beginnings from the discernment that takes place in accepting a call to priesthood. I remember I was first decided to join my diocese as a priest, but I was not very happy to become a diocesan priest because I was scared. At home, all the parish churches, the cemetery is in the premise. So the rectory is here, the church is here, and on the corner there is a cemetery. So I was so scared, even walk in the night, sleep in the night. So I said, I'm not going to be a diocesan priest, rather I will join a missionary priest where there is no cemetery where you live, you know. So I remember going with my dad to see the vocation director and uh, we reached the place probably around 200 miles away from my home and uh, we stayed in a hotel room. That evening we both of us went to watch a movie and next day met the vocation promoter and of course I was accepted uh, order where I am right now. So I joined the seminary on 27th June 1987, 27th June 1987 and I become priest 3rd April 1997. So number seven has something to do with me all the time. I was born 1972. I joined the seminary 1987. I became priest 1997. My dad died 2007. My mom died 2017. And I left South Africa also 2017. Quite interesting, you know, quite interesting. Number seven, probably is my lucky number, number seven. So two years of minor seminary, three years of philosophy, one year of pastoral experience, pastoral year, and four years of theology, and altogether 10 years of formation. And I was ordained at the age of 25 uh, uh, on 3rd April 1997. And of course, soon after my ordination, I was sent to South Africa, Cape Town, uh, where I stayed 20 years as a priest, long time. So my first parish was uh, St. Martin de Porras, Bishop Levis. Bishop Levis was an Anglican bishop who was an apartheid uh, freedom fighter. So the place was named after him. It is a township, uh, plenty of problems, uh, gangsterism, drugs, violence, shootings, at least every month we have in the parish two, three people buried of uh, shootings. So it, is, uh, it wasn't a, a nice place for a young priest, especially from India to a new country where people look different, speak different language, dress differently, act differently, but somehow I managed. I remember when my pastor uh, went away on holidays, before he went away, he told me, Shinoi, opposite uh, our church, there is a, a Shibin plus house. Shibin is a place where you can get uh, alcohol any time of the day or night, illegal. So people buy and uh, they sell it uh, retail, but it is illegal, but you can get the stuff anytime. So he told me, anyway, you should go, and uh, there is an old man who wants to become Catholic, so maybe you should baptize him. All right, 
So it's Afrikaans-speaking people, so I don't know any word in Afrikaans. So before I went away, I spoke to the sacristan and said, baptism means uh, duop. Duop means baptism. So I went over there after the 8 o'clock mass, so went to see a young boy greeted me, and I said, I want to do up, baptize somebody in my Afrikaans. So the guy, the boy, invited me into this little shack and made me to sit on a chair. And after a while, they comes with a, a glass of beer. So I was wondering, did I say anything wrong? I realized I said something wrong. In Afrikaans, if you go to South Africa, he said, I want a dop means they'll give you a drink. So if you want a dop and a doop, D-O-P and D-O-O-P, two different. So that was one of the interesting things happened. So I stayed there until 2005 from uh, 20, uh, 1997. Uh, and then, of course, I was sent to another parish called Clainflay, where, of course, the parish was uh, very different. Lots of immigrants from different parts of the country. Uh, parish was united. So I really worked hard uh, for 12 years there, oh, 11, 12 years. And uh, the highlight was I built a church there which united the people. And it was one of the beautiful parish life I can still cherish and remember about it. Wonderful people. From there, I was sent to a place called Constantia. Meantime, I was uh, put in charge of the property of the diocese. Uh, I have held a couple of uh, positions in the diocese, but somehow my order decided to call me back after 20 years of serving in uh, Cape Town. So I met with Father Walsh when I came to America in 2017, and he was very kind enough to welcome me. And here I am with you for last uh, Four and a half years, you know, so four and a half years. So. so I would like to thank Father Walsh for his uh, wonderful, kind personality that I have been enjoying for the last four and a half years. We worked very well together, no problem so far. Right, Father Walsh? Yeah, yeah, no problem so far, no trouble. And uh, one of the wonderful things I learned from Father Walsh is uh, he's so kind and he's so humble. So if you ask me, what did you learn when you came to America? Become humble person. You know, I have been running a parish. When you came here, it was a different story. So the first one or two years was difficult, but I knew I need to learn the culture, the people, the style of functioning in American parish life which made me humble. So three places actually I find myself very humble is, I'm sure most of us probably would do the same thing. First place is a cemetery. When you walk around the cemetery, sometimes I give people as a penance, go to cemetery because it makes you humble. All those big people, they wear big shorts, and they are there, six feet under. Whatever you have, you have achieved, doesn't matter. One day you have to go, makes you very humble. The next one is in the airplane, when you fly, something happens, you're finished. Whether you're sitting in the first class or business class or economy, you're done, <laughs> you know. But at least there's a hope. You should be, end up in either hell or heaven. So that gives you 
a lot of uh, consolation. The third thing, place I find myself humble is celebrating Mass. You know, Jesus established this priesthood which we share and makes me so humble that at least uh, he chose me unworthy servant to be part of his life. And when I preach, I'm just thinking, you guys are highly educated, highly placed people, people working in different uh, walks of life, but it's still, you listen to my sermon whether you understand or not, you know? <laughs> that makes me very humble and uh, understanding. Thank you very much. So for the Walsh, thank you very much for all the love and care you have uh, showered upon me for the last uh, four and a half years, and I'm sure it will continue to do so. And uh, Adam uh, has been such an inspiration to me, young priest with lots of enthusiasm and energy and he's so peppy. And when someone is with us like that, you can't be lazy. So we work together very well, no problem. So I wish sometime I, I still had energy like Father Adam, but at least he has inspired me a lot. Thank you, Adam, <laughs> for that. And of course, uh, the staff of this parish has been so wonderful and so kind and understanding, and I do thank them. Father Anthony couldn't be here. He has got mass at uh, San Pedro. Uh, we have been good friends and very supportive. And my former parishioners in South Africa, and my current parishioners, you, and my benefactors and friends, and uh, three pe four people came today from Palm Bay, is Janice and Bob. Uh, they have been friends with me since uh, First time I visited America in 2001, so it's a long time. And uh, Missy and uh, Craig, Craig is going to be a deacon soon, next month he'll be ordained as a deacon for this diocese. So welcome and give them a round of applause, you know, they're nice people. So. And uh, you all, thank you very much and uh, I love you all. And thank you for being uh, supportive, loving, and caring. Even if you don't understand my sermon very well, you still say, what a wonderful sermon, Father. <laughs> you know? And uh, I know some of the jokes I crack here, uh, you don't really get it, but you still laugh. You know? That's very nice. <laughs> you know? So thank you so much. And I really, I do enjoy uh, your company and your support to me as a priest and as a friend. I love you all. Thank you very much. I forgot my deacons have been so wonderful to me as well. Thank you, deacons, you know. <laughs>